0: Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. When one looks at the Middle East and one looks at the conflict around the Middle East, you know, if we zoom out a little bit, we can see patterns. And my question is: Is this conflict? How much of the conflict? Not not this particular war, but how much of the conflict in the Middle East? is based on a clash of cultures. Is it East versus West? Is it Islam versus, you know, Christianity? Even going back to the Crusades, right? Is it Christianity versus everybody else? What is it that creates this conflict Is it a conflict zone, or is it very, very specific to the role players currently? So joining me right now is the one and only person who I think is the best person to answer that question, and that's Dr. Nessia Shemer. She's a lecturer in Middle Eastern Studies, um, in the Middle Eastern Studies department at Barilun University. Good morning, Dr. Shemer, how are you?
1: Good morning, I'm fine, thank you. Thank you so much
0: for your time. So uh, I don't know how much of that you heard. But uh, even before we start talking about conflict in the Middle East, can I just ask you: Are you a sunset or a sunrise person? We're asking all of our listeners. Of course, sunrise. The sunrise. Who wants to be
1: a sunset person?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, there we go. All right. I'm on. I'm on the same page. Let's talk about uh, the conflict in the Middle East. So, is it? How much of it is a clash of cultures? How much of it is religious?
1: Um, Of course, there is an aspect of uh, cultural gaps between the values of Israeli society and the values of uh, Hamas. There are uh, differences here that arise from different uh, religions. Uh, Also, Israel is a Western democratic country with more diverse culture. And on the other hand, there is a culture that is more religious and conservative. Uh, So, cultural differences are part of this war. Um, Culture culture includes characteristics of religious belief, uh, the type of society and government, and how each side sees the conflict, how people uh, preserve their existence on both sides. For example, how each side preserves the, the value of human life. Uh, I want to speak here on the issue of the sanctity of life as a key difference between the two societies.
0: Yes, something that we're Um, becoming profoundly aware of, actually. So definitely, let's talk about that. Yeah.
1: And first of all, I want to make a distinction between the religion of Islam itself and between Hamas' interpretation of Islam. Because these are two different things. It's not true to claim that Judaism sanctifies life while while Islam sanctifies death. That is not the case. Uh, There are many sources in Islam that talk about the sanctity of life. For example, there are the five supreme principles of uh, Sharia, Islamic law, that include the preservation of human life, his dignity, his religion, his descendants, and his property. Um, which are the most important things that comes even before the observance of religious laws. Uh, even within the commandments of Islam itself, we see laws uh, designed to protect the life of the believer. For example, uh, whoever is a uh, sick or pregnant uh, woman are exempt from fasting in Ramadan, so as not to harm their health. Yes. Um, Even when we speak about jihad, there are clear rules for the struggle. Uh, There are two types of jihad in Islam, defensive war and offensive war. According to Hamas, they are facing Israel in a defensive jihad, because uh, they believe that Israel is an occupying colonialist power that has no right to exist. And here I'm not talking about the issue of the West Bank, about which there is a debate both in the world and within Israeli society itself. What Hamas means when he uses the concept of occupation uh, is the territory of all of Israel. Although Israel was established by the agreement of the countries of the world, in the eyes of Hamas, its uh, very existence is illegitimate. Because they look at the fact that Palestine is a land of uh, endowment in Islamic land, they argue that since Palestine was conquered by Islam in the 7th century and uh, was ruled for many centuries by Muslims, this gives the land an unchangeable status. So any other force that will rule this land is an invading and conquering force and must be fought against. Um, That is, on the one hand, there is an argument that Israel needs to establish a Palestinian state according to UN resolutions. But on the other hand, Hamas claims that the same U.N. resolutions that led to the the establishment of Israel itself are illegitimate. So, um, what I'm trying to say is that according to the very clear ideology of Hamas, Israel has no right to exist at all. They may be able to make moderate statements like the one we heard a week ago, by uh, Musa Abu Marzouk from the political leadership of Hamas regarding the fact that Hamas should recognize Israel but as far as I understand this is a tactic designed to present a supposedly moderate face of Hamas so that uh, heavy Western pressure will be applied uh, to Israel
0: you know you make such an important distinction between Islam and how Hamas is interpreting Islam just for some clarity yes. when you talk about you know um is it Hamas who sees that uh, you know the land of Israel when it was Palestine was it was conquered by um um by Islam and now it should always be Islam is that is that is that a view of Hamas or is that a view of Islam
1: Hamas uh, the concept Hamas of the Levant in the yeah, Hamas tactic is to make this, uh, conflict a religious war in which there is no, uh, place for any, uh, agreements. This is their tactic. They, they say that this is, uh, a war between, uh, good and evil, between truth and, uh, false, between, uh, Judaism and Islam, and they and try and to, uh, yeah, that we are in the the end of days and the, in the end of days uh, uh, Jew, uh, Muslims will fight uh, Jews and there is a very famous uh, Islamic tradition that says that uh, this is the condition for the end of the days the war between Muslims and Jews and of course the Muslims will uh, win and eliminate all the Jews Dr.
0: Nesha Shemir um, I think we're going to have to continue this conversation next week because it is absolutely fascinating and Every time you say something, I've got another five questions and we are, have run out of time. Unfortunately, <laughs> we've got to get to news at seven o'clock, but I really, I, I would love to have this conversation with you next week, if, if possible. Um, Dr. Nessie Shemo, lecturer in Middle East studies department at Ilan University. Isn't that a brilliant conversation?